Elevate. I cannot wait to hear the feedback from this lesson. One of my favorite people, Zach, my brother, is talking about connecting with people. To be a great leader, we need to be able to connect people. He's gonna give you some great indications of how you can better yourself at connecting with people. Enjoy this video, apply it to your life, and be a better connector of people. Hey guys, and welcome to another session of Elevate. My name is Zach Stevens, and I'm so excited to be with you on what I believe is such an important topic, and that is connecting with people. Now, connecting is so important to your leadership, and if you do not connect with people, it will severely limit the influence you can have, not only with your close people you work with, but also the new people you're wanting to meet, the new people that you're wanting to affect. Now, this can be a topic that can be easily overlooked, but let me give you an example to, to hopefully bring some importance to this. I was reading my quiet time in Matthew 4, 18 through 20, and you probably read it. It's where Jesus calls Peter and his brother Andrew out of the boat where they're with their father. He calls them out and says, come follow me on, on his ministry. This is right where Jesus is starting his ministry. And they just pop out of the boat and they follow him. Now, my whole life when I read that, that didn't make any sense to me. I didn't know why. I, I just kind of chalked it up to divine intervention that they just, you know, I guess they knew, you know, that he was God, so they just followed him. But recently, I was on a trip to Israel, and our God was talking to us. And he said that Jesus lived in the same region for the first 30 years of his life, uh, the Galilean region, right there where Nazareth, Nazareth was, okay? And here's what's so important. His whole life, when Jesus was walking around the Sea of Galilee, when he was making relationships, he knew Simon, uh, Peter, and he knew Andrew, he knew Matthew. So whenever it was time for his ministry to start, he walked up to them and said, hey guys, it's time for us to do this. The only reason that they just got up and followed him immediately was because of the connection that Jesus had made for those first 30 years. So for us, as we wanna be in ministry, as we wanna be in leadership, it is so important that we connect with people, that we connect in their lives, that they connect in our lives. So what I wanna do is I wanna go through three points that are extremely important to connecting with people. Now they may seem rudimentary, they may seem beginner, or they may be something you've never thought about. I just wanna beg you, please just take a minute as I'm talking and, and, and think through these things and ask, are these present in my life? Are these things that I'm intentionally doing? Because if you're not intentionally doing them, I wanna challenge you, they are a must. The first one is we need to be approachable. It's so funny, because this is something that we don't really think about, but we've all been in a situation where we've tried to approach somebody, but they have not been approachable. Either they're on their cell phone or they've got that, that, you know, that, that mean mugging face on where they look like they do not want to be talked to. This is so important because this can stop connection before we even talk to anybody. We must, must, must be approachable. Let me give you a few things that are very important because you're a person of influence. You're somebody who wants to make a difference. So these are some things we have to be cautious to not do or this will ruin how approachable we are. One thing, wherever you're trying to connect with people, uh, it may be at church, maybe a ministry function, it may be at work, you cannot be huddled where you're comfortable. Now where you're comfortable is usually with your friends, okay? Uh, actually at Faith Promise, uh, it's funny, we have a rule. On the weekend, at whatever campus you're at, you're not allowed to be huddled with more than two staff members. Now the reason we have that rule is because the staff should be connecting. Ministry leaders should be connecting. We should be looking for people. 
Now, now, now let me say it again. We should be looking for people. Great leaders do not let connection happen to them. Take a second, think about the great leaders in your life. The people that you look up to, they go and they get connection. If there's somebody they want to connect with, somebody that they want a part of their life, they go and make it happen. Great leaders go and make connection happen because they want to have influence in other people's lives. Let me tell you this, cell phones and friends are connection killers. They will take away our approachability and they will rob us of relationships we could have with people, but we're too busy caught up in where we're comfortable. Let me tell you something else about being approachable. Find people's eyes. This is during conversation, but even before, wherever you're at, be looking for people's eyes, looking for people who are looking for connection. It's so important. Let, let me tell you why the eyes are important. In Matthew 6, 22 through 23, it says the eye is the lamp of the body. For if your eye, your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. If your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. Now listen, you can look into somebody's eyes and I believe God will give us the discernment to see what people need. He, he will give us discernment to speak in their life. But if we're, if we're too busy on what our own agenda is, we're not looking into people's eyes, seeing how we can be a part of their life, we will miss out on such a huge part of being uh, with connecting others. So we must be approachable. A huge part of that is finding people's eyes. A huge part of that is not staying where we're comfortable, whether that's with friends or on our cell phone. If you can look into somebody's eyes and through connection, through the discernment that God puts in your heart, if you can put some light into the lamp of the body, you will connect people, you will connect with people on one of the highest level possible. So the first one, we wanna be approachable. The second one that we need to make sure we're doing is being caring and compassionate. This is a huge conviction of mine that a mark of somebody who is a leader and a mark of somebody who is filled with the Spirit is focused on others. They are not focused on themselves. They are not only focused on their agenda. Let me give you the first, the first point within this being caring and compassionate. And this is a epidemic with leaders today. When you're talking with people, whether it be in the lobby, whether it be a one-on-one -on -one conversation in a group, do not be listening to somebody just waiting for your turn to talk. And, and you know exactly what I'm talking about when I said that, because we all have somebody like that in our life. When we do this, we let people know that we don't care. It makes us look like we're a know-it-all, and people know when we're doing it. Now, this is hard because you've got great stuff to say, but let me tell you this, Psalms, uh, Psalms 10.4 says, In his pride, the wicked man does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. Let me ask you, in your thoughts, in your conversations, is there room for others? If there's no room for others, I, I want to challenge you. You are not connecting with people on a godly way. We have to be listening to others, looking and listening to what they're saying. Now, let me tell you the best way to do that. The best way to really be caring and compassionate is to ask a question. Nothing shows that you care about somebody like asking questions. Also, this is the best way to find out information. If you want to connect with somebody and see where, where you guys are similar, if you want to connect with somebody and see where they're best served, whether in ministry, personal life, whatever that might be, the best way to find that out is by asking them questions. If you tell them what you're looking for, tell them what you need, it's very easy for somebody to say, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, of course, that's, that's, that's exactly who I am. But if you ask them questions, let them tell you what's in their heart. First of all, it's gonna give you such a better chance to connect, 
but also you as a leader, it's gonna let you see what's in here, not just what you're telling them. If you can ask questions of somebody and help them come to a revelation within their own heart, you're gonna, again, connect with them on the highest of level. That's what we talked about at the beginning, about bringing light, God's light, into the lamp of their soul, into their eyes. Let me, let me tell you about the last one. So the first one was to be approachable. The second one was to be caring and compassionate, focused on others. And this last one is to be a good listener. Now this is hard because leaders have so many things to say. I, I, I understand that. You, you've been through stuff, you've led ministries, you've led people to Christ, you've done great things. And when you hear people talking, it's very easy to hear what's wrong. It's very easy to be able to stop and say, hey, that's not right. Hey, this is what you need to do. But when we do that, when we cut people off, it makes them feel unimportant. It makes them feel not valued. So if you wanna connect with people, you wanna be the kind of leader who can connect on an extremely high level, you have to be a good listener. Now this is something, as I was preparing this, for this, I, I got really excited about. I was thinking about Jesus's life, Jesus's ministry. Now Jesus lived for 33 and a half years. However, he only did ministry. He only did great signs and wonders for the last three and a half years of his life. So what was he doing for the first 30 years? I believe that a huge part of what Jesus was doing, doing was listening. I believe that Jesus was going around his region was listening in the synagogues, was listening in the towns, was listening in the market, and hearing the broken hearts of people, hearing the questions about the Messiah, hearing and listening and waiting for his chance. Now Jesus listened for 30 years and did ministry for three and a half. It is a firm belief of mine, if we wanna do work, if we wanna do ministry with ourselves, we must learn to listen. Even more so, if you want to be the kind of leader who makes it a, a national, a humongous impact, the only way to do that is through others. And the only way that we can do ministry through others is if we listen, is if we listen and figure out how to unlock the potential inside the people around us. Now, the main point about listening is something that I hit on in, that last, in the last topic about being caring uh, and being compassionate. And it's again, it's about asking good questions. Now, let's just talk about that for, for a minute in depth. I, I'm not talking, when I say ask questions, I'm not talking about just asking questions about what you need. Now again, this is very hard because usually leaders are very driven people. We're, we're wanting to see, we're wanting to see results. We're wanting to see uh, that, that bottom line come up. We're wanting to see uh, more salvations, more attendance, more groups. We're wanting to see uh, everything moving forward. So it's hard to stop and ask our questions about this person's life. and Because here's why we do that. I'm, I'm not asking you to waste your time. I would never ask you to do that. However, when we ask questions about people's personal lives, about what's going on in their walk with God, in their family, in their job, with their kids, what we're doing is we're building relational equity. Because you know what? If you're a high level leader, there's gonna be plenty of times where you have to have hard conversations, where you have to correct somebody, where you have to ask somebody to step up their game. But it is extremely hard to walk in and ask somebody to do that with no relational equity, with no change in the bank, where you've asked them, where you care about them. When people do not feel cared about, you do not get the best out of them. It's just plain and simple. Something else we mentioned earlier. The people that you lead, 
The, what makes our ministries the best, what makes our teams the best is when the people we lead are coming up and up and up. Now you're gonna read books and you're gonna go through stuff that, that helps them come up. You're gonna be able to give them little nuggets. But again, what will send them skyrocketing is if you can ask questions that bring them to what I call self-revelations. When you ask them questions and they start thinking and rolling through and they realize maybe they're being selfish or maybe they're not seeking hard enough or maybe they're not handing off responsibilities and, and it's not preached at them, but it is a self-revelation. That's why Pastor Chris makes such a big deal about small groups because he gives us such great truth um, in the messages. But self-revelation comes in small groups. Leaders are listeners. It's plain and simple. If you wanna unlock the potential inside people, you wanna unlock the potential inside yourself. You must be a connector of people. You must be approachable, you must be caring and compassionate, and you must be a great listener. I pray that you will become the best connector with people and of people just around you. I pray that you will unlock the potential within everybody around you. But first we have to connect. I can't wait to see what God does through you. Have a great day.